to the Four Jack Podcast. Welcome back to Tour Trash Sunday's special Monday edition, powered by TaylorMade Golf, fresh off the 2022 Players' Championship at TPC Sawgrass. A little weather delayed, but we had a great finish, great afternoon of golf. Excited to get into it with the boys. Derek, what's happening in SoCal today? Well, beautiful day here. Uh, like the wind today, for those of us who don't know, I'm a Minneapolis boy, and the favorite thing about Minnesota is the high school state hockey tournament. Uh, it is the biggest high school tournament in America. It is, sells out at 18,000 every time at where the wild play, but they have this thing this year called Flochella. So every year they have the 10 best haircuts or hairdos at the tournament. And I'm going to tell you right now, Cam Smith would have finished top three with wow. that crop duster and whatever the hell that thing is. So in ode to my favorite high school tournament of all time, God bless Cam Smith and that goddamn haircut. I like it. Bristin, speaking of haircuts, what's going on in the, in the North Pole these days? It's a little hairy up here, truly, but um, I just got a Manscaped package from one of our sponsors. And wow. Let me tell you, I've yet to use it, but I'm pretty excited. Oh. Um, but no, literally, we're talking about hair. We're going to be hairless probably by the end of the week, all three of us. Thank you, Manscaped. All right. But, uh, truthfully, it uh, it's cold still. But I'll tell you what, DJB, between you and I, we better put some hours in the schedule. <laughs> that was it's fun. not just going to be a quick Chris Parks uh, around the world <laughs> once. You and I are going to have to put some time in. That's, uh, there's, uh, there's some pruning, some heavy pruning that needs to go. Preston, I got to say, that was magical. That was, like, disgusting the way you dropped that in there. We were talking <laughs> about this uh, pre-show. We're going we're gonna to throw some sponsors out. We couldn't wait to get the manscaped in there. I like that. Well, boys, uh, where do we start here? TPC Sawgrass was uh, disgusting over the weekend. The weather was crazy. It was a little bit of a mixed bag. Some of the guys got the good end of the draw. Some of the guys got the bad end of the draw. This was one of the biggest purses ever on the planet. Cam Smith walked away with 3.6 million reasons never to look at that womb broom or a pair of clippers and clip that back end flow. Five-year PGA Tour uh, extension on his uh, membership. Three years full I guess it is full into the majors. So three-year exemption into all of the majors for the next three years, five years on the PGA tour. This is a bit of a home game for him, I guess. And what kind of made it even sweeter was his mom and his sister were visiting from Australia. So he got it, got it done in front of the family. That's massive. Chris, you got something to say? He barely got it done. I don't know what the heck he was doing on 18, but uh, he did, he did win today. That's a lot of money. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I think, you know, obviously the draw was the biggest story of the weekend. Um, you know, I think the guys that played in that wind, it was just insane. I think, you know, even though Kisner kind of golfed his ball, um, you know, you know, I think he finished top three. But at the same time, I think the draw was the biggest factor. Uh, you know, you watch Kepka, Spieth, a bunch of good players just kind of, you know, kind of laugh it off sort of. But when you're playing for 20 million bucks, um these guys are competitive they they obviously want to make money and play well and you know they're probably vocal about it ain't no part-time job for the kids finishing fourth for nine hundred and eighty thousand u.s dollars cold cash his name's on his bag <laughs> yeah. say, say no part-time job for the kids 
the best the, the best Kisner line of all time is last time I checked they paid for 20th place so that's legit yeah. and realistically like any of these guys inside the top 35 this week were, were walking away with a nice big oh, pension job. pension pension nobody does it better oh it's crazy so speaking of home game for these guys a lot of Florida residents in the house obviously moving the players to March was maybe not the best idea from a weather standpoint but like you said, Briss, these guys had a bit of a, a mixed bag with the draw. Some of the guys got absolutely pounded on, and some of the guys sort of had a cakewalk. Conditions were a little more gettable Saturday, and obviously today the course was soft. Guys were firing darts. One guy I want to want to point out, though, had a, had a bad luck uh, situation on 16 was Paul Casey. Now, either one of you guys, can you remember in the history of playing golf, that somebody hits a tee shot into a sopping fairway and it rolls into another pitch mark out of its own pitch mark. That was just horrible to watch today. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. I've never seen it. I don't know if Derek has, but there's some weird things that happen. You know, very rarely do you see a group group disagree on where a ball crossed. You had that in the, you know, Berger, Damon, Hovland group. It kind of got all heated at times. There was some weird stuff all week, truthfully. Um, but that, that was definitely one of the weirder ones, Paul Casey's. Yeah, I, I think there's no question that the sitting causes some weird stuff to happen, right? These guys were, I think the two biggest winners with social media, I think that was the biggest winner this weekend because everybody was on it. Uh, and then I think number two is this is pretty much the final FU to the world tour, right? Looking at that leaderboard and the amount of flags. I think we kind of all have settled to where we're going to go and what we're going to do, but I think that's where I really, really fell in love with Justin Thomas this week. Just doesn't seem to be bothered by a lot of the things that the big guys are bothered by, right? He just kind of does his thing. He doesn't really ever get in his own way. I really think he's got to be the factor going into Augusta. And I know we're going to talk about DJ playing well today. And obviously Rory always comes up, but I think the class under pressure really kind of is turning towards Thomas because it just seems as though he's comfortable now with the apparel deal being announced. He's comfortable in his own skin. I think he's looked upon the leader. I think his Tiger friendship is a huge asset to him. Uh, I think there's a lot of things. I really thought he walked away, even though he didn't win. I thought people kind of are looking to him as being the new force. I think he's probably the better player in America, in my opinion. You know, and you're always going to see Pat, you're, excuse me, you're always going to see Paul Casey on a, on a time where times are hard, right? Guys just made a living making fours when other people can't. And I applaud him so much. He gets streaky with that putter and it's fun to watch. And, you know, it's the, it's the third week in a row where guys made a dirt par on one of the last holes coming in professional par didn't give up, knew he made a mistake, went right to it, knocked it close, made the putt, you know, and I just think that's the separation that I love to see on really good golf courses. And I think sawgrass gets better as the holes go on. I think it's far stronger at the end of the course than it is in the beginning. And I think you saw Smith just kind of, it's a job to these guys. Right. And I think they do a great job being in the moment and I think that's the point I saw today is he didn't freak out everybody wants literally to go that thought process you know even he was asked about it today in in the in the tour when they're asking questions in the in the uh, tour building and he's like listen you know it's just a job like it's I didn't think about it that way I didn't get pissed off and I think those guys really continue uh, to do what we want to do. So I'm going to flip a coin here and I'm going to go to Parks. <laughs> Good job. This is why we've got to release the Zooms to YouTube because if people saw how big of idiots we really are, they'd stop listening. There's a plane coming in this way. Please park it to the right. Yeah, a lot of stuff to dive into today. One thing I will say, seemingly year after year now, we see – 17 as the pivotal sort of hole 
There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of opportunity. They're talking about the amount of average balls in the water. Chambly was going off on the green is not designed for weather conditions, but it seems that always on Sunday, that's the hole that kind of gets it done for whoever's in the lead, whoever's chasing. This really reminded me of Ricky in the playoff when he kept firing whatever it was, gap wedge into like two feet, rolling it in, continuing. Same, same, same. Like, obviously, Cam Smith maybe didn't try and hit it on the right side of the flag today. Maybe he was taking a more conservative line, pushed a little bit. But, man, I, I really feel like that hole is the one that really makes that tournament special. Well, and that's where Cam Smith made birdie to kind of seal the deal, right? So, uh, I'd say 16, the second shot on 16. And this, this shot on 17. Now you saw it with Davis a bunch of years ago. It sort of seems to be, you know, the breaking point of that golf tournament. The second shot on 16, um, actually 16, 16, second shot, the, the wedge on 17 and the driver. Yeah, driver. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the other part you really have to think about is 17 is the golf course, right? You know, we're, I'm on record. I'm not a big fan of the golf course. I, I just don't think it's nearly as good, but I think it finishes unbelievably well, especially for theater and television. But I think it's also revealing to where people play, right? Cam is not afraid of anything. Best club is bags. Wedge is not afraid to go after anything. Paul Casey, I think he's like plus 23. I think they said going into the hole today, he's center of the green every time he's freaked out. I think they're just different people that are really confident in what they can do with the golf ball at that time. And I think there's enough people that are worried about where they're going to finish or where they're not going to finish. And I think Cam was flawless today. I think it really showed that under the gun, and there was a really great question at the end of it. And I'm not sure if you guys were listening to it because I was really happy Chambly was talking to cut away from him, which is always a godsend. And they asked the question and they said, literally, do you like it? Is golf more about, because they were talking being from Queensland and they were talking a little rugby. So I, I, my ears perked up and he said, so do you like more about the golf or do you like the competition? Like he goes competition only. I don't really even care. Drives, putts, iron shots. It's not what I do this for. And I think that that was revealed today, right? Like that's a true Queensland answer, you know, outside of a guy like Norman, who it's the opposite, right? It's the finish and the scoreboard cams out there sporting that haircut got a great title as deal working his ass off. And I think that that was a real, I think it was very visual today of why he won and why he saved part 18. I just don't think he's scared of anything. And I'm not sure he's truly long enough at the, at the place, you know, to compete with some of these guys. But if you give him a golf course like that, I, I just, he's going to be hard because the guy rolls his rock. So it's going to be hard to beat him. Yeah. One, I, I definitely uh, echo that sentiment. I will say that one guy that was a little bit uh, fearful on 18, Keegan Bradley coming down the stretch, was looking good all day, had a couple of mishaps. I guess he hasn't had a top 10 since the Zozo in 2018. So for him to try and sneak into a one, two, three finish there, ended up hitting it, obviously his second shot into the water there on 18, finished in fifth. But that just kind of, I guess it sentiments what, what Derek was saying about how 18, the closer, you know, you really got to, that could be the meal breaker right there. If you're going to, you know, go for it, be aggressive like Justin Thomas did uh, when he won, you know, just absolutely rip driver up there, or you kind of, you know, play it safe and try to hit a late little fluffer out to the right. And then you bring the trees into play. So yeah, that was pretty interesting to see that coming down. I will so, say, go ahead, Bruce. Oh, I'd like to hear what you have to say. Well, I was going to say, I hope these guys are enjoying some sort of a refreshing beverage after the round today. Now, I know I'll be enjoying a birdie juice after the call today. Wasn't quite as good as the well match. said. Well said. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this though. This uh -huh. is a question I've been trying to navigate through here. But do you ever think that this golf course could host a U.S. Open or a PGA Championship? 
would you not want to see it, you know, playing tough and fast and kind of chaotic, or is this just player championship for life? And well, we'll old man yelling at clouds over here in Southern California is absolutely <laughs> not because the holes you don't see on TV, it's much like a uh, Harvard town. They're just not good. They're just yeah. not good enough for that event where I don't think there's enough character. And again, listen, I'm a club professional who fold sweaters. So it's not like I have a lot of say in a lot of this, but um, when it comes down to it, those front nine holes are just not good enough for a major because a, it's going to get ridiculously humid and hot. So they're either going to lose the grass or their golf course isn't going to play the same, right? It's just not going to be, these guys are going to be full of sweat. Unless of course they allow wicking shirts and shorts, maybe. Uh, and number two, and most importantly, the penalty on that golf course is the rough, right? So they actually make you hit clubs that might be a little long and they want you to try and see if you can fit it in a la Varner or what Smith did today. And I think that that's going to, I mean, nobody wants to see the U S open unless it's Marion where these guys are hitting driving irons, which is what they're going to do because the fairways are going to be twice as fast. So I think it's designed for television. I think it's the East coast version of Phoenix. I would like to make them do more, you know, whether they do it, you know, whether it's, you know, PG, like we were talking about last week, or they do it in Innisbrook. Like I think one of these golf courses can easily mimic that. But I think the I don't think there's any golf course in Florida that could hold the U.S. Open. I mean, I know you could get probably you could probably get medalist hard enough, but condition wise, I don't see it. I think you do the PGA. They did it at, at, at excuse me at Atlanta Athletic, and it was a good tournament. Tom's hit it well, and, and he won. But I don't see him going back there. Plus, I just don't think anybody's going to care about the front nine. You're going to have probably your entire crowd is going to be on 15, 16, 17, and 18 because I think that's all you're going to want to see. It's tight, is it not? Is the front nine? Yeah, it's it's quirky, in. and you got to shape it around the trees. And like the first hole is maybe one of the worst holes ever to start a great golf course, uh, or sorry, a golf course that you know has reputation like it does. But yeah, one, two, three—they're all kind of just a little bit. They're quirky. You're right. You know, and it, it's yeah. good. Yeah, it, it's really good. But I, I just think that you know, it's like today, Dustin shot sixty-three, right? So you're going to hear, and I, I thought that. Um, Paul McGinley, who was on the golf channel, a great run. He's like, Hey, we're going to talk about Dustin. Now we're going to talk. It's cyclical, right? We're going to talk about the same eight to 10 people. It's not going to change. Pretty soon Bryson's going to be strong. Is he, what's he doing? How's he going to play the golf course? All of that'll be in there. But I think what you saw today and anytime you see Abraham on the leaderboard, you know, the golf course is a different golf course, right? It's going to set up with that. It's going to play well. You know, you look down the way, Harold Varner, the third, another guy who likes to lean into it, and hit it right. He doesn't like it to go left. I think that you really see the playability of the golf course. And while I would like to see it a little later than this time, I don't understand why it's quite so early. I get the master's thing and moving the PGA, but I think the golf course is the loser in this because the theater, that golf course should be a little firmer with a little better weather, a little bit more of that Phoenix feel with beers and, and crowds and, you know, if these guys are wearing face masks and quick cashmere over sweaters, it's like, it's not going to be a good thing on television. Yeah, I agree. Uh, shout out Brooks Kepka for his 81 on round two. That was, that was quite touching. He just kind of, I don't know, watching a lot of social media with Brooks Kepka, it's starting to, to sway my decision on him. Is he a bit entitled? Is he a bit of a prick? Is he just that good that he doesn't give a shit? He just wants to go in majors. Next, next question. I think, I think we would go back to the SATs or the ACTs and I think you'd reveal your answer. There you go. All right. Um, Cam Smith, <laughs> Cam Smith, this is win number two in the 2022 wraparound season. This is win number, I believe it's five for him on the PGA tour as a whole. This guy came out of the gates, uh, fall season, apologize for the phone in the background, 
this guy came out of the gates coming into the, the wraparound season looking really lean. It looked like he spent two to three months in the gym post-September, post-Safeway, uh, really, really focused on his game. Wasn't a real, you know, a lot of technical stuff going on, but he looks really fit. And he looks like he's really composed on the golf course now. So the century was a little bit of insight into, you know, a testament to what he's been doing. And now obviously the players, I really like this guy for the masters thoughts. No. <laughs> Brisson, next question. No, I, I actually like Leishman more than I like him. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Derek's earlier comment. I think JT looks primed to kind of, you know, be in that group. I think a short game. I think, you know, him having some insight with Voki with the SM9s, I think has benefited him a lot, which I read on social yesterday. Um, I, I just think he's got to be you know, one of the favorites going in. I don't know. You know any of these guys that kind of push it right, I think Augusta becomes very difficult. You got to be able to hit it both ways. Um, short game becomes a big factor. So you can kind of knock out Hobland and, you know, a bunch of these guys that, you know, are struggling with their chipping, but they're still at the top of the leaderboard with soft and wet. But I don't know. I just think that, you know, it's you got to hit it both ways. And, you know, maybe he's fit, but, you know, Augusta's Augusta. It's gonna... Well, I don't disagree with you if it's muddy. I don't disagree with you. If, if he's got a – if you got to grind and not worry about getting your pants dirty, I think he's a really good choice in that type thing because his stroke on the green adjusts to those conditions probably better than most. And I think much like, he, you know, we Dustin proved you can cut it around to win, but Dustin also probably has a little bit more length and, and carry on some of those holes to do that. Right. And I think Cam would be far better um, in the Mike Weir or Zach Johnson mode where the golf course plays a little different, a little bit more receptive on the greens. Wedges are a real big part of the, the scoring attack. And then sure, I, I think absolutely you could be part of it. But right now, I think those guys that look like they trust their golf balls. And as we know, this time of year, it's always an adjustment to equipment. Uh, it looks to me like John, it, like Rom will be there. Uh, obviously, we haven't seen Bryson much, but I do believe that, that Dustin Johnson found something. Um, it seems like he does that a lot when it's not a competition round for him. But I think that being <laughs> said, uh, I think that we're really looking at some of these guys that have, have kind of fallen in love with equipment. Let's, let's take Scheffler, right? Feels pretty com feels comfortable signing a deal. Uh, golf ball's going where it wants to. I think you're seeing some of that right now. And I think that as we get into Augusta, especially on the weather side of it, uh, how it plays, but I, I can't fathom that, that Justin won't be the, the betting favorite. Yeah. You mentioned Scheffler shout out to Taylor made, uh, signed him. What was it uh, early in the week here? So that's fantastic. Good deal for them. Obviously two wins with the driver. I mean, you got to throw some money at the kid. Um, looking forward to Texas here, guys. I, I don't know what to say. I, I think a lot of these guys are maybe, ramping up for the Dell technologies and then obviously Augusta, but I don't know what to expect. This, this swing of golf seems a little bit uh, less than satisfying, I guess. Maybe we'll get a little insight into Kiz's game and Scheffler. They seem to play well over in, in the Texas area. Maybe this is a warm up for Jordan Spieth, but uh, yeah. Ooh, not playing. I was going to say, <laughs> you see Chris, he's ready to jump there. Neither one. Yeah. Jordan's not playing. Uh, his brother's wedding is this week. Oh shit! And he's okay. playing the match play in Austin the following week. He but, is playing the match play though. Yeah, but okay. definitely not. Um, I believe he's defending Valero. Is that correct? Mm, yeah, maybe. Than, yeah, maybe. <laughs> research before the show. <clears throat> oh, well, you know. Well, on the <laughs> research topic, Taylor Pendrith. Um, <laughs> 
Hey, that's it. Won, yeah. won $327,000 tied for 13th, which gets him, I believe, in the Masters or pretty darn close. I think Shout out Penny. By the huh? way, the gold man isn't going on the next golf tournament, right? That's gone forever. That's stupid, whatever. The worst. Just Can we just talk 10 seconds about how dumb this is? Like, how, how hard would you think it was for Tariko to have to make this happen? The cloth links? It's just no, no, the, the, the statue, you know, all oh. the swinging, the animation. Like, oh. how can you be Mike Tariko calling everything he's called and, and playing along with this lunacy? <laughs> like, are they trying? Are they that out of? I mean, we're going to go back to the Bob Kane t shirt under the polo shirt conversation. Are, are, they, are they that out of touch with something this dumb? And then they did the flat bill when Ricky did it. Like, come on. We, we at some point, we've got to, I, I know you got to try, you got to push the envelope. But whoever did that, I hope to hell they got just absolutely taken to the woodshed. <laughs> awful. Absolutely awful. Only one man can pull that off, Brisson. We're applying for media passes with the PGA Tour. So yeah, there'll, been, there'll um, be two, like everything else, I'm left out. <laughs> just dumb. Come on. You, there's just no way. Like, I can't fathom on national television with all the stories with the weather and everything else. They're playing through with this thing. It's like, just, oh, yes. They're going to uh, take it to the max. To uh, make it. God, I really it'll it'll fall off fast. like everything else. I'm sorry, guys. I shouldn't be this old. But it, I got to say, Derek, you're not left out of everything. So shout out Peretti Golf. Big, big sponsor of the show. Ship some wands this way after multiple messages, disgruntled text messages from Mr. Brisson. Uh, so when you say ship, did they come from a reliable source or did he actually use He uses my shipping guy. Oh, oh, no. They left Texas uh, oh. and they somehow got lost in the United States. Oh, and no. season six, we'll let you know how they are. Jesus. Wimberley, Texas. If you're looking to ship any, any articles out of Wimberley, Texas, stay away. David, David Brisson is running for the mayor there. So I think it's uh, something's going on. He's, he's withholding the ballots or something like this. WTX. Hey, and also on a serious note, I really, as someone who has dealt with this in their life on a pretty serious nature, shout out to Nelly on the blood clot thing. I'm, I'm a little concerned with the amount of young people and the blood clots. I'm not going to put my tinfoil hat on. It's not my job there. Oh. But as somebody who's done this, and I had four of them in the last calendar year from a surgery followed by a vaccination, and it, it stopped me for a good 10 months. I'm just now clearing all of the medical procedure or the medical um, the clearances and all of the til the pills and the tablets that I'd taken all the shots and I feel good and I'm kind of back to strong but this is not a simple or a small thing right um, and blood clots are a real deal so I, I hope and, and pray that she gets the right help obviously she's gonna have the best doctors in the world and I hope she just takes some time off because it's not a joke man you got to do some crazy stuff to make sure you don't get a PE and some other some other things with filters so I really do wish the best for Nelly after it's kind of a personal thing for me. Yeah. Nelly Corda, shout out. Hope you're uh, recovering and, and doing well. I will say though, I, I did see this and not to put the tinfoil hat on or be the conspiracy theorist, but I did see this on social media that Haley Bieber, Justin Bieber's wife was admitted to the Palm Springs hospital due to a blood clot. A day later I see on social media, Nelly Corda. So uh, it's a little bit scary, this vaccination and some of the side effects in, in younger women, there was a lot of scares and we're not a medical uh, podcast by any means, but uh, interesting to see how this is affecting the, the, the celebrity sort of 
arena right now because I wonder how much of this is going on behind the scenes to the regular. Well, and if, if you're hearing about it from the celebrities, imagine how many of the common people have it, right? So yeah. I, I, I'm one of those common people and it was, it was horrific. I mean, I spent, you know, I had to give myself stomach shots for 21 days and it's, it's a real deal. And, you know, you've got a very specific time till you get to an ER in case there's a PE. I've had to go to the emergency room twice on procedural stuff that I have a protocol list that I have to follow. And if I check them off, even if I feel okay, I still have to go. And, uh, you know, it just when I heard that, it's a bummer because that's not like pulling a hamstring, right? That's not with dealing with a forearm issue. Like, well, this is your life. And at some point, you know, just look at Tiger and, and, and the fact that his was structural and he's still coming back from it. Blood clots will just, it, they're, they're no joke. And it will, it'll change the way she lives the rest of her life, which is what I care the most about. Because, you know, you have to be very careful. I can take certain things and I can't, there's certain, like I can't take ibuprofen. I can't do a lot of things. It's really changed how I've had to live. And so someone that young, that talented, probably the best golf swing on planet earth. I, I really hope she gets some time to recover and, and takes this very seriously. Well, blood clot or not, I've never seen Derek Lane miss a fairway. So take <laughs> anything out of that, folks. Don't be scared of uh, getting on the golf course. It's 248, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Post blood clot. There you go. Had to tie the golf back in. Brisson, I know you want to talk about your TheraBody and how wonderful it's been since you've been skiing with the children and your percussive recovery. We haven't seen the legs shipped out yet, but you want to give a shout out to the guys? I will need them tomorrow because <laughs> me and Benny are skiing. It's March break. No girls. It's going to be, he wants oh. to go in a half pipe. God help me. Oh, wow. um, so I'm going to have a day tomorrow, but yes, I need those, that full body suit. Um, but they only make legs. So um, I, I want to go back to the other thing. Craig uh, Cunningham is another guy that had a blood clot, played for the Boston Bruins. He ended up losing his leg. He pushed it too fast and lost his leg. So I just wanted to kind of echo what Derek was saying there. If you do feel you know, off and stuff like that, obviously, you know, get stuff checked out. But that was just another kind of thought in my head. But yes, Therabody is doing great things for my actor. The only one we haven't missed, well, we've, we've missed two sponsors of the show. Galvin Green, the boys, I'm sure we're rocking a lot of Galvin Green during the weather in Florida this past weekend. And our friends over at Cricket Shirts, Austin, Texas, vintage, done, modern. Love that stuff. Bristol's shaking his head. Excited to get into that manscaped, I assume. Just got our master's drop. Oh, did you really? Yeah, so it just, it was boxed up. I saw they were sitting and receiving. So Fantastic. we'll be putting that out soon. Love that. One thing I will say too about Peretti, they are dropping a limited edition run of the Azalea putter. And if you check our social media, you will see that, uh, that post out there. That is a amazing looking putter. Obviously it would probably be more of a mantle piece than a gamer, but very, very nice piece to say the least. Gentlemen, I don't have much more to go on. If you have any final thoughts, feel free to shout it out. We're heading obviously this week to the Valspar at Innisbrook, home of the snake pit. A little bit of a snoozer uh, golf course out there, but nonetheless, some more PGA Tour action to get into. Final thoughts, guys? Well, I think the big one, again, uh, much like last week, it's fun to hit our stride with the Thursday pods, and we've got Hardy on, so thanks to Paul Logan and Big Loud. Uh, we had a nice social media barrage here. Uh, Hardy reposted our post, which really turned the clicks up, and, and uh, it was fun to see a lot of the PGA Tour guys and a lot of uh, music industry people both liking and kind of starting to, to follow the four jack and we got a bunch of clicks and likes and follows off of it so again i go back on i, I wear my big loud hat everywhere i've got a bunch of them thanks to paul but it's it, it really has helped us immensely to have guys like this on and i'm lucky enough in a couple of weeks i'm going to go play with hardy and paul and a couple of the other guys that i'm doing it again in 
June and and uh, we're trying to build that brand with them and, and kind of be in, in tandem and and I just love how much they love golf. I think that's going to come across well. But what those people that don't know, if you didn't see it, Hardy's just he's just different, right? He is he won the the CMA for the best songwriter. But if you go deeper, the guy's really the talent behind a lot of people singing a lot of great songs, and I think that's going to come through in the podcast and. I'm really, really stoked that we're pushing through with the Bob Keynes and the Hardys of the world. And we've got so many good ones coming up over the next year that we're going to start recording live. And, and the great thing is the three of us are going to be together. A couple are going to have some in-studio guests, which is going to be a new touch. And we're just pushing that envelope. So I really want people to, to take that time and, and make sure they tune in on Thursday because they're going to be really happy they did. Yeah, massive pod Thursday. Don't miss that one. It is a banger. A lot of fun to sit down with Hardy and chop it up, talk talk golf, talk music, talk life on the road. A lot of great insights. Briss, final thoughts? Final thoughts are we cannot uh, try to find sponsors' ad reads inside of our own podcast. We're horrible at it. But, uh, okay, we tried We tried what we could. But uh, <laughs> someone mentioned me the other day and listened to Bob Kane podcast. Uh, they said, you know, how long have you been doing this? And I said, well, truthfully, you know, six months. <laughs> they said, well, that was a really good interview. Unbelievable. I thought it was one of our better podcasts, truthfully. It's not every day that, you know, three guys that have no journalism or media experience, you know, they kind of kick off and they're doing their first stuff on SiriusXM Radio and, you know, getting the traction and the guests that we're getting. So, you know, we're learning as we go along. And obviously, like Derek said, we're just getting bigger and bigger every Every month, every week, um, you know, the Hardy thing def definitely resonated. But, you know, we're trying our best to, to make this the best thing going. And I think we're succeeding day by day. So that's kind of my closing thoughts, but pretty awesome. Some of the guests. Final arguments, Mr. Lane? You know, I'm pretty docile this week. Other than that stupid animation, life's pretty good, you know. And uh, if we can just keep our headphones on during the pod and we can just not drop ad reads at, at, at the drop of anything, we're going to be better. I mean, yeah, I can't fathom where we're no, going to I wouldn't say suck. I mean, it, it may be, but I wouldn't really say that personally. Uh, I do think that the laughter uh, coming through in the next ones, I, I really do think it's only a better thought process. And, and the one thing that I really want to kind of talk about before we go is Let's get behind ladies golf. Um, we've got some really good events coming up. They're going to get to, you know, obviously it's really hard not to see the Palm Springs kickoff, right? And that whole thing. But I, I just think that one of the things we're missing, and we didn't touch it last week because we got into other things. There's some really talented lady golf out there. And I think that that tour is getting better and better so much faster than anybody realizes. And I spent the weekend um, on Sunday and today, I went out and watched the North of Grumman, which had, 12 of the best female division one college teams uh, in the, in the country. And the golf is insane. They hit it farther than I do. They hit it straighter than I do. They are athletes. They're fit and they grind and they grind and they carry their own clubs and they're out there with no caddies. And, you know, they're waiting on every shot because these holes are reachable. And I don't think people really understand. And of course I'm biased because the USC girls are, are members at our club and Justin's one of my closest friends. But that being said, I was really, taken aback of how quickly the ladies have I feel caught up to the men as far as ability distance all of it I think that the, the product is is completely on the come and I, I think we should absolutely 100% get behind it it was really fun to see yeah I'd like to open the door and open the email inbox to any female pros or anybody in the space that has an opinion on something or wants a voice or wants a platform shoot us an email forjockpodcast at gmail.com love to have you sit in 
we're always open for a revolving chair. That's what makes the four jack four. We have that fourth player at the, uh, at the tee box or, or at the table with us during the discussion. So it could be a lot of fun, but I, I, I agree. We need to, uh, we need to highlight women's golf more and, and focus more on some of the other tours that are out there. Some of these girls and some of these women and female athletes uh, in general don't get enough attention and don't get enough TV time and, and enough credit for as, as hard as they work and, the grinding they're doing compared to the men so love that you know and the fact it was in la it was the who's who of usc golfers right so all of them were out supporting the, the new trojans and that, that's what really got me is is the amount of pepperdine alums i saw and the amount of all of the pac-12 alums and usc royalty everywhere I and mean, there were there were i think i counted eight tour players on sunday that were following along and really invested and i i know the men are, are good with football but i don't think the men follow their college teams as well as is what i saw this weekend so my eyes were really open obviously i've got a few of the uh the lady professionals on my team and i'm, I'm a big fan and was married to a pga golf professional before she got sick so i'm all in but that being said i was really really happy for the for the ladies part of golf it really showed well this weekend awesome that's a nice finish gentlemen it's been a pleasure great chat today uh excited for what's to come and obviously we're heading into a uh, major season so the azaleas will be blooming in augusta soon anyway i'll leave you with that thanks a lot guys have a great week we will catch up on thursday and a big podcast the hardy show ciao guys